Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. San Diego, California. Ale Smith Brewing Company, the 29th of August, Sunday night. Ale Smith Brewing Company, I'll be there with Ian Bag, Jesse May Peluso, and myself. It's time to get tickets for that. It's coming up. Get them. Thank you to the good people over at Stamps.com for sponsoring this episode of Cover to Cover. And here it is. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists Covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell of shrimp They're beginning to boil That's it. I had to get it to that point because... Listen, is it the worst song ever? We, I, do we hate it or do we love it? I don't. I, I, as many times as I've heard it over the years, I want to hate it, but I, I don't. I don't hate it. It puts me in the exact place that I think it's supposed to put me. And that is summertime, vacation, everything he says in the first few minutes of the song. Sitting on a porch swing, shrimp beginning to boil, and and all that shit. Watching the sun bake. Watching the sun bake. I mean, it's it it works. It works for me. And I know there's many people who hate the whole thing, the whole lifestyle, the whole Jimmy Buffett, the whole everything about it is mm-hmm. terrible. But I can't say I'm one of those people. Yeah, it's I I I'm into I'm into the song. When it plays, if I hear it in a bar and I'm at a beach bar or whatever, and I'm like, oh, all right, where oh. this is going to be good. And the reason we started this episode off uh, with it uh, is because we're on vacation. This is it. We are, uh, we are in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona at a gorgeous, the cactus house uh, given to us by uh, some fans of the show said, come on out and stay at our gorgeous Airbnb, the Cactus House, eight, nine bedrooms, whatever it is, Alex. What is it? I, can't even, I haven't even counted them all. They're, I believe it's eight, but there's everybody's, a game room. Everybody's having a game. There's game rooms. There's Massive backyard. Pools, backyards. Beautiful. 
you know, the TVs in every three inches of the place. And we're having a great time. We're probably, you know, we're going to get through this episode. Uh, but I, I'm going to warn you up front, myself, and not Alex. Alex is being very professional, and uh, he is going to make it through probably better than I am. But I have been drinking here at this poolside, not unlike the song we just played, Margaritaville. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm drinking... I'm starting. We're jumping in the pool because it's Scottsdale in the middle of August. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hundred at a, night. It's a hundred, you know, like eight a.m. You're doing a hundred, yeah. so I'm jumping in the pool at like eight a.m. and I'm starting. Today, today we're doing Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. I got like a bottle of Bloody Mary mix or whatever over Trader Joe's, was right the street, and uh, started pouring. You know those, yeah. and I was, you know, I don't. I'm not a Bloody Mary freak. But I'm lo- I'm kind of enjoying it, mm-hmm. you know. Now we're getting up into one o'clock in the afternoon here, and I'm still I'm four in, as you can tell probably by my, I get very I get a little slurry mm-hmm. uh, when I start to drink, like peanut butter mouth a little. That's sure, what I get. definitely yeah. that, and definitely you know I'm, I don't have the grasp. I don't have much of a grasp, even when I'm sober of uh, of a lot of of my you know consonants letters whatever vowel you want to call sounds. vowel sounds <laughs> uh but i it gets much worse after mm-hmm. a few drinks and you could probably tell that it's, it's slowing down i'm fucking up the ends and and the beginnings of certain words and it, it could get worse because i got a blame mary here with me and we're gonna make it through that's why we started with margaritaville and we're gonna continue on our vacation mode end of august 2021 summertime Feel like I don't know about you guys. I know most of the country right now is in some some heat wave kind of stuff, but I mean you got it. Soon enough, it's going to be fallish. Here mm-hmm. it comes. I already see the home goods in some of these stores. The the the, the summer shit is out. The the fold out chairs. You go to you go to uh you know any what what do they call that place? Uh yeah, uh, big, big lots. lots yeah, go to big lots. The summer chairs, they're out, or the fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. The summer pillows for your patio, yeah. Fifty, take take them fifty seventy five percent off. Get them out of here. Yeah. You want pool toys, eighty percent off. Get this shit out of here. Mm-hmm. And here comes you catch your you know go your goblins, your ghouls. This one goes on your your front lawn. It holds a lantern. It makes noise. They're coming in. They're already there. Mm-hmm. They're already there. They're not feeling seven aisles yet, but they're feeling one. Yeah, and they're moving. The, the summer pillows out, the fake fucking plants and whatever other ugly shit people would put in their your backyard for the summer. And so we're, it's it's over. It's mm-hmm. over. If, you, if you've chosen to have a summer, congratulations. If if the Delta variant fucked up your summer, oh, sorry, or whatever else. I mean, there's just been so many hurdles mm-hmm. put in our way that... Uh, you know, I decided to finally just say fuck it, and we did this because I've been, you know, I've had many different things where we stopped. You know, we didn't do any, we didn't do anything mm-hmm. for summer. So this was the one. This was going to be our one. Alex comes out. Alex meets us, and we're here. We're in the house. We're having a good time. We're having a great time. A great time. It has been so much fun. I'm hanging out with a bunch of fifty year olds. By a pool in a house, and uh, you know it's the where we've all known each other. All the people here outside of Alex, Alex is our you know our newcomer here, and but most of us have known each other for many, many, many years. Their brother, my brother's here, and some other 
family members, and we're all we're sitting around talking about more fun vacations that we took along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's this is what this is now. This is everybody floats around in the pool. You have some drinks, but it's certainly it's a nine thirty wrap it up. It's yeah. you know, and and when we when we came to the house, there's a guy who who shows you around and tells you the rules of of the you know. You guys probably know you've all. Uh, Airbnb or rented mm-hmm. places, you know the you know the deal. As a caretaker, as a caretaker, and 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 they give you the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't play music after ten, and and all the sh- shit he was telling me was like, oh, this that'll never happen. That's that's not happening. Just, I know every week they probably get a different group of people, and some uh, and some could yeah. be an issue. I had I told them I said, you could whatever, however much longer this spiel goes. Whatever you're gonna tell me, mm-hmm. you could stop now because none of the things you're about to tell me are gonna happen. He was yeah. like, "You can't have a D, you can't have a live DJ out by the a live DJ out by the pool." I'm like, "Live DJ? What the fuck? Yeah, this is a, that's not even happening." When, and he goes, "Don't play any music past 10 p.m." No you one's know, even loud, awake past loud. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Like, yeah. who, what do you think we're playing here? I'm doing. I get up in the morning. I'm I'm in charge of the whole thing. I'm I'm running the show. I'm sure some people here have issues with the way I'm running things, but I'm the David Koresh of this weekend. You know, <laughs> I am. It's it's my show. Everybody's wife. Yes, man, Chris. <laughs> yes, and it's, it's your my, brother. It's my show, and it's and and I'm tell I'm I'm picking the music that plays out by the pool, and everybody seems to be on board. We had a, we had a couple of issues. I did. Uh, I've been going Yacht Rock pretty much the entire mm-hmm. Yacht Rock playlist, which is, we all know our Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. Kenny Loggins, fucking Christopher Cross, blah, blah, blah. And it's been working. It works poolside, 110 degrees mm-hmm. in August. That shit works. This for, is the yacht party we've been planning for two years. Yeah, this yeah. Is, without the yacht nor mm-hmm. the party. Yes. Uh, but exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, what we're, that's what we're dealing with. And, oh, and I get this. Speaking of that, Alex, exactly. I'm thinking that's what this is going to be. Yeah. So on, I drove out from Los Angeles, and you know, you make your stops along the way, especially if you guys have driven this route. You know, Los Angeles to Scottsdale. There's, you know, the all of a sudden you know, the, these gas stations will pop up middle of nowhere, and I I pulled over and and I got some gas and and I bought. I see this twelve pack of truly. You know the shit, truly. Yeah, truly. Not, you know, not White Claw, truly the other one. Yeah. But they have truly iced tea. Yeah. And it's all flavored, you know. Peach raspberry, tea. Raspberry, peach yeah. tea, lemon. So I'm like, oh, that looks, that'd be fun to drink by a pool. Truly iced tea. So I grabbed the 12-pack of it. And I take, put it in my car. And now it's in the cooler on the side of the pool. It had a big cooler. And it, it's loaded up with ice. Put your Coors Lights. Put your, I throw my truly in there. And I'm like, this is going to be great. Oh, my God. It's fucking Horrible. Yes. <laughs> I mean, absolutely <laughs> it's horrible. It's the only thing that's been in the cooler all week. It, yeah. It's, it is, there's a case of it sitting at the bottom of the cooler untouched. Two, two of us had it, my brother, myself, who either, both of us will drink pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Both of us are like, this is absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah. It tastes like, I mean, chemicals. It tastes like turpentine. Yeah. It's like drinking turpentine, <laughs> but mixed with lemon or, or red raspberry, whatever yeah. the fuck. I mean, it is bad. I don't know anybody who could like cat. And I like the the white claws and even the, the regular truly. Mm-hmm. That I'm good with. 
this truly HT, they need to, somebody needs to work on this or master it or somebody over in the ice tea department over it truly. I don't know if go. we need to be mixing the iced tea. I think the no. iced tea, we got to let that go. I Listen, I understand the Long Island iced tea, that whatever people have been doing for the last 30 years, um, as a Long Islander, I don't know how it happened or when it happened, but I'm, a, I'm glad we have, a, we have, a, we have a, 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 a cocktail named after us. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Long Island, we don't have much. We're, we're a bunch of, we, we, we uh, grasp onto anything, that is Long Island, but none of it's great outside of Billy Joel and maybe a few other things. And Long Island iced tea, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's be honest. Long Island was going to get its own drink eventually. Well, the funny thing about Long Island iced tea is as a guy who uh, is older, I, I've been around before there was Long Island iced tea. And then when Long Island iced tea hit, I and every one of my friends who worked in a restaurant, mm-hmm. or, they... Uh, claim that they created Long Island. Every loser on Long Island who's bartender for more than a week yeah. in their lives will claim that they are the ones who created Long Island iced tea. Well, that Long Islanders, Long Island men mm-hmm. above the age of 40 claim three things. This is them. They, they invent the Long Island iced tea. A, at one time or another, they have fought or been in some sort of altercation with a Baldwin brother. <laughs> um, whether it be Billy or you know, it, yeah. not not necessarily Alec, but somebody somebody related to Baldwin family, they were in a bar, some shit went down, and they pushed Stephen Ball. Every guy on Long Island will tell you that. Yeah, but Stephen Baldwin and I had a beef one time, and the other one is somebody them or somebody they know at one time has fucked Mariah Carey or oh. somebody. Is she from out there? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's oh. she's a Long Island girl. Uh, as fuck Mariah Carey or somebody in Mariah Carey's camp or somebody mm-hmm. close to the Mariah Carey camp. Maybe even Nick Cannon. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Some, a lot of people are fucked. Nick Cannon. We know. Have we ever talked about the babies he's having? Oh yeah. A ton of them. He had like three. In a year. He had like. Five. In the last couple of months. He <laughs> yeah. had like three from three different women. I don't think we did talk about that. I know. I meant to talk about it. It was one of those stories that I always forget mm-hmm. to talk about, but that was one of them. I mean, That's probably why he started talking about about the Jews. He's like, I don't want anyone to know about oh, all these well, kids. Uh, he's that's another guy. How does how was he not canceled yet? And I don't mind Nick Cannon. He, I get that yeah. he's kind of a good host of stuff, and I think he seems like a, kind of an okay guy. But he's throwing some shit out there. It's like a lot of stuff, yeah. like the Jew thing being one, some other stuff, and it's always like. Really? He was canceled for like a week, and they're like, "All right, get back in here." You they know? canceled him from he. He's the host of. Mass Singer, the yeah. Mass Singer. And he wears a turban, and it's all... Every, I, I haven't mean, seen the turban. Oh, you haven't seen the turban? No, this he guy's was, I, It's almost like he wants to be th- like shunned from Hollywood so he can go have a quiet life somewhere. He's fucking like three girls a week in a turban. Yeah. And that's saying something. He's a yeah. good-looking guy. I, I get the attraction to him, but... I mean, the babies... Because he went for a long time with just the Mariah Carey kids. Mm-hmm. And now he, he went from those two or three Mariah Carey kids to... He's got 15 kids or yeah. something oh, in over a short, very short span. And in the last couple of months, they knocked out, I think it was three different girls, three different kids in, in six months. Yeah. Which is a lot. Mm. I mean, he's that's a lot of uh, semen. Is that, is, that, is that too gross to say? No. Okay. Anyway. I mean, it's accurate. Yeah. That exactly. is a lot of semen. Yeah, that's a lot, it's just a lot of just like, just like 
don't you ever go in? Eh, maybe I should. Yeah. Not this time. Yeah. You know, I pull should. out once. Yeah, pull out once or whatever you people do. You yeah. know, condom pull out, whatever. I don't know what people do these days. You know, I'm, mm. I'm not in that game anymore. But, yeah. uh, you know, I hear like a, you know, eat the butt, butthole. Yeah. I hear a lot of that. And kids, but, kids are yeah, filthy. So do that. And, and you know, I don't think you get kids from that, can no, you? No, I don't Probably think not. so. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm still, I'm drinking my Bloody Mary. This is not going to be the best episode. <laughs> With every drink. You know, they're hitting. I feel like they're hitting. Like, uh, this vodka sneaks up on you. Yeah. And I'm, I I just haven't been drinking for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been months. Where COVID I, had you a little, you know. And I, You know, a lot of people, they were like, COVID, I was stuck in the house. I'm drinking in the house. I never did. I never no. went that route. So I wasn't even really drinking at all. And now things are back. Well, things were back, and now they're not. <laughs> who the fuck knows? They're as back as I think yeah. they're going to the be. Hell, who, yeah, who knows how that's all going to end. I mean, it but. feels back at Scottsdale. Scottsdale's back. It is interesting. I'll say that. I've stopped at some stores on my way out here from uh, from from Los Angeles, and um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's the way it's been since the beginning of all this. Mm-hmm. I just don't know the rules. Yeah. And the rules literally change. From uh, area code to area code, from from zip code mm-hmm. to zip code, and it's certainly that way here. Yeah, I don't. Huntington Beach, it's spit on people. Hermosa Beach, it's like watch it. Exactly. I mean, and in- here it's the same thing. Yeah, it's it it goes. It's it's different from store to store. Trader mm-hmm. Joe's, everybody's masked up, and we're all gonna you know play mm-hmm. by the rules. And then you go over to uh, fucking Ross Dress for less, and it's a. F- there's a rodeo going on in there. Mm-hmm. Nobody's masked up. They're throwing uh, lawn darts at each other. Everyone's <laughs> having a crazy time. Anyway, whatever. Let's not. None of this is going to make sense today, this episode. And that's okay. So I think that, did I give my three Long Island things? It's Yes. It's fight with, fight with a Baldwin, Long Island iced fuck tea. Fuck Mariah Carey, Long Island iced tea. Mariah Carey. And there is also another one where somebody uh, has done there, everybody you know works in some sort of uh, construction work or landscaping mm-hmm. or whatever. And one of somebody they know has done some sort of work for Billy Joel or someone in Billy Joel's band, mm-hmm. you know, and that'll eventually come out if you're hanging out with them long enough. And if you get the right guy, I, I know this guy. He's actually a friend of mine. He's done all. He's done all of them. <laughs> he's done. He invented the Long Island Tea. He beat up Danny Baldwin. He fucked Mariah Carey. And he uh, did Liberty DeVito, the drummer for Billy Joel's Hedges. Yeah. Uh, all, in, all in like the same month. All in like a week. Yeah. yeah, all in like the month of August yeah. in 1988. He did them all. He's busy. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a very popular thing. But Do anyway. You guys have, does that part of New York have a lot of like the people who are like, oh, I know Connected. I know Made Men. I know like the Mafia thing. Oh, Is that big too? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I figured. Big time. I figured. And there's nothing. It's just the worst. It's mm-hmm. the worst. I love Long I Island. I want to go so I bad. love and hate Long Island so much. There are stories to tell. Stories to talk about. Stories to tell. Let's get to them. And that'll get me off the hook. You know, for actually being um, cute and fun. Yeah. Which some this uh, podcast, if you listen to it long enough, is me. You know, it's a lot of improvisational stories that I tell about things. But I, I, I have my mind is I'm so it's soaked yeah. in. It has been. I don't know what you guys do on vacation. I don't know the. Now Alex is a little different vacation guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little younger, and he's he'll be the first to tell you. 
he's been thrust into a weird situation here. It is we're all much older than Alex. We're all we all we're all family. We all know each other, family or known each other for thirty years. So Alex is a little thrust into a weirdness, and he's but he's hanging in and he's doing a good job. I'm not just trying sh- to lay low. Yeah, not a huge drinker. No, I'm and, laying low. Yeah, not a huge drinker. Um, but he sits down to dinner with us, and you know we have a nice time. And some of the people here are not you. Actually, most of them are not huge drinkers. Yeah. But and I neither am I. But I've try. I'm trying to do something this week because this is it. This, this is my it. this is my summer mm-hmm. blowout. This might be your last vacation. Could very well be. Who knows what happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I'm trying to like st- you know be one of those dudes who starts at eight a.m. and just continues the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I I don't have it in me, as you can tell by by this. I'm I'm probably four drinks in mm-hmm. and I could barely speak, and it's one o'clock in the afternoon. So I mean I I can't. I certainly couldn't do this till. You know, midnight or mm-hmm. and then some some fuckers. You guys probably you guys probably could be some of them. I don't know. They'll do this and then they'll like. I'm, I'm now I'm primed to go out for the yeah. night out to a club or some shit pregame. Yeah, like this. I feel good. I drank since noon, and I'm going out to a club. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I couldn't even th- imagine such a thing. I mean, I'm ready to go go to sleep now, but I'll have a few more. Go swim in the pool and get you know take a nap, recharge. I might take a nap. Who the fuck knows? I I mean, but there are some stories I want to talk about, and uh, and let's get to them to the best of my ability. And Alex, say what you just said. We uh, were, we I I told Alex to stop so I could find some stories to talk about. And Alex, go ahead. You I said, said this is going to be a lot like the time I had to edit that Andy Dick podcast for yeah. my friend Johnny. Yeah, th- that's about right. <laughs> Stopping I mean, every two minutes. And I'm I'm a pretty professional guy. I mean, as 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 off the cuff and and uh not caring as they seem to be on the show i try to remain very professional always and never but this one it, it's just not going to be mm-hmm. that way my apologies notre dame okay let's go back to cancel culture it seems to be the we should just call this podcast cancel culture no, the Notre Dame leprechaun uh, is now being considered offensive. The Notre oh. Dame, you know, <laughs> by fighting Irish, the fighting Irish of Notre Dame. They have a leprechaun. Uh, that's their mascot. We all know the fighting Irish mm-hmm. of Notre Dame. I think most people know that. Yeah. And now they're out. They're out to stop it. And uh, the leprechaun is the latest sports mascot to draw public error over claims of cultural appropriation. Now I'll say this about the Irish, and I think I could speak on behalf of the Irish. I have, um, you know, my mother's maiden name yeah. is Reagan. We are, we are, we are, we're, we're of Irish descent. You've been drinking since seven a.m. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> uh, but certainly not. But I also come from an area uh, of Long Island that is full hardcore right off the boat Irishmen. So I've known many Irish right off the boats for a long time. Yeah, pretty Irish world. I I lived in. And my brother, who works in New York City, still in the in the uh, service industry. I've, I don't know if you guys know New York City service industry is a lot of Irish, yeah. very heavy Irish. So I know a lot of. There's now cancel culture, and I'm not saying you know black people, whoever else, Asian hate, whatever. Everybody who's on board, I, I'm okay. I understand why they're offended by certain things. But there's a group of people that I, I think I could 100% uh, be incompetently in say, mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's the Irish. Yeah. They could care less that you are have a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. 
they're they're like he better be fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't. We're not. I pussies. don't think they they they. And I, I don't know what it is about them culturally, mm-hmm. whether whether it's a uh, they're too drunk to realize, which I'm just I'm culturally appropriating right there mm-hmm. as I. But I don't think if you asked an Irish person, I'm talking right off the boat, you know, with the mm-hmm. brogue, uh, if they care about the the leprechaun Notre Dame, there's absolutely no, no way. And I think it goes to what I always say in this podcast: if you have the time in your life to be upset by the leprechaun. And if you're going to call out the leprechaun from the, uh, from Notre Dame, you have to start calling out a lot of stuff. St. Patrick's day. Yeah. The lucky charm. That guy was running around mm-hmm. with the, you know, uh, uh, clovers and, and yeah. You know, that movie Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah. You got to call out that. You got to call out most, uh, you know, Irish Spring. That's Kiss. so. Do you know how many people who aren't Irish own a shirt that says "Kiss Me, I'm Irish"? Well, is I that mean, cultural appropriation? Like, it's been the last in the last ten years, I think, mm-hmm. that St. Patrick's Day has gone on steroids through the fucking mm-hmm. roof, at whoring it up. Like St. Patrick's Day used to be a couple Irishmen. Sitting around at some Irish shit pub having corned beef and cabbage mm-hmm. for you know at from happy hour, at happy hour. Yeah. Now it's become have to get this big titted twenty two year old you know Italian to put on a you know her her, her shamrock goggles and mm-hmm. get out there and have a Guinness. I mean you can't. There's a line to get in every bar, every, pub, every yep. street in Chicago. Paint the river green. green and, yeah. And shit on each other, and we, I mean it's craziness. Mm-hmm. And then not half of them. I mean half, three quarters of Margaret and Irish, but it's become a fucking party house. Yeah. I mean, you go into ninety nine cent store, they have a whole I you know Shamrock mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day holiday. I mean, it's a celebration Isle. of a culture. Exactly, That's what it is. But I mean, they have. If you're gonna start culturally appropriating, they sell a red beard <laughs> attached to a hat that yeah. says i'm drunky drunk yeah drinky me drunk yeah with a red beard. with a red beard yeah i mean that would be like hey listen i uh, that would be like selling like if i was selling a big afro you know uh-huh. with a, you know who know you know what i'm saying yes you know and saying ah, now look at me i'm black guy black guy yeah. it was like whoa 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 mm-hmm. whoa yes if you want to get to that point, but I don't think the I'm going to say the Irish don't care that much. Mm-mm. But if you're full Irish and you do care, you can come at me, yeah. and say that I'm wrong. But anyway, that's the latest one. They want the Notre Dame um, leprechaun out. Who they was the it, team that just was like, what was it? The che- one of those uh, the Cleveland like, Indians. Cleveland they were, Indians. They were like, no, nah, we're good. Oh, was that one that said they were good? Because the Cleveland Indians have changed their name. No, they are no longer the Cleveland Indians. They've become the I don't even know what the we talked about. Yes. It, I think Washington. Uh, I think cave too, didn't they? The Redskins. They I call think. themselves the Washington Football Team, which is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And how I, is Browns not offensive? Because <laughs> I don't know if it's about. I mean, it's an orange helmet, but yeah, I don't know if it's about brown rude. people. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I don't know what. Yeah, I know. I think I don't know if what it's about poopoo. I think. But I think what it's I'm about saying poo-poo. is, the further we get, the fur, the more ridiculous it gets. The more it's like, oh, now we just can't say, you know. Uh, Notre Dame's luck ran out Wednesday when the Fighting Irish Leprechaun was slammed for being the fourth most offensive college football team mascot. Oh, it's the fourth most oh. offensive. So what are the other ones in the nation, according to a new uh, survey? The little green guy caught heat for cultural appropriation, uh, with critics calling him a disparaging symbol of Irish Catholics. After ranking, oh, here you go. He, these are the other ones. After ranking only slightly better than 
San Diego State's Aztec Warrior. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Florida State's uh, Oski. Maybe, but San Diego's a stone's throw from where the Aztecs are from. I know, but you can't. Aztec Warrior, you know, mm-hmm. they, they cartoon it up, I think. Yeah. Florida State's. Uh, Seminoles. No, uh, Renegade. Uh, oh, the Renegade. Uh, Os- uh, and Renegade. Okay. And the University of Hawaii's Vili the Warrior. Probably all. Yeah. They're probably played up a lot. Yeah. That's probably part of it. Oh, but my But that's God. college. Everything's played. Everything's kitschy. Everything's. It's not worth noting. There's no comparison. None of these institutions. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, that's. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of dudes who got the. Fighting Irish Notre Dame tattoo, tattoo on there. Tattoo, yeah. And that is a... Oh, you've, he's fucking... Ta- some people make some horrible tattoos. I mean, Conor McGregor mistakes. is a fighting Irishman, and he kind of stole their logo a little bit. He made, like, a stick figure out of their logo. So no, he like, did. Like, the guy with the wrist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of people... I don't know. I think a lot of people wear it as... You know, wear it with pride, but... Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That could be the next one. That could be the next Chrissy Teigen. You know, <laughs> Maybe make Chrissy Teigen... The mascot for the Notre Dame, for the Fighting oh, Irish God. Notre Dame, Fighting Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Where she just, you know, stands in at halftime <laughs> of the games and, and tells people to kill themselves. They have a big screen there where yeah. she just tweets the yeah, whole time. Yeah, she just her. tweets, kill yourself, yeah. you stupid bitches, to, uh, you know, whoever. <laughs> to the a- other team. Alexandra Cooper or yeah. whatever the fuck. Only fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about it. Only fans. Well, we talked about know. it on Patreon. Is I know. That quick so let's talk about it here. Only fans, uh, you know, you guys have probably all heard. For those of you who don't know, Only Fans is a site that, if you're in like, it basically what it had become, or what it was, or what it was started for, was for porn stars to go on and basically say, "I will masturbate for you yeah. for twenty five bucks." It's a Patreon for for sexual for sex yeah. work. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a pay service yeah. that you can go on and do, and. Whatever, watch porn stars do whatever they do. And I mean, I, not even porn stars. You can watch everybody. Anybody, anybody wants yeah. to do it. You can go on there and do it. And it became, but it became, the thing was, it's sexual mm-hmm. porn thing. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. But then they tried to legitimize themselves and they were trying to get other podcasts and whatever else. So, you know, like, mm. we're, just, we're only fans, fans of anything. Yeah. Podcasts, porn, whatever. Uh, so they tried, and I don't think it ever worked. I think everyone knew it was like, oh, this is a thing where you go masturbate mm-hmm. for 25 bucks. So then they basically let a couple of weeks ago said, we're no more porn. We're done with porn. And the blowback was crazy. Uh, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, listen, I make a living here, sex mm-hmm. worker or whatever. You know, you fucked us up. And so now OnlyFans and if has. You're, I mean, during COVID, a lot of strippers, right. you know, a lot of people went to this platform yeah. because they that was it. They, they were deemed unessential, just like, you know, comedians right. were. So. Right. Yeah. I think the saddest part of COVID. And there were, you know, there were, it was a rut. Whatever you want to take away from being awful about it, and there's a lot to take away from it. But I think the most awful part was learning that you were neither essential or not essential. Yes, and I mean, that and was learning a, who was it, essential. It was, it was, yeah, exactly. It was kind of a shitty way to, I guess, break shit down. Mm. Like, no, you're. And they flat out told people like, if they were giving out money, government or mm. whatever, like, no, I'm sorry, you're not essential. Like, yeah. Oh. You mean the thing I've been doing for the last 30 years is not essential, not essential. to anything? No. Like, no, we've deemed that non-essential. <laughs> Heather McDonald is non-essential, but an 18-year-old kid at the grocery store is a hero. Right, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yes. they became a central work. They, mm-hmm. That's an essential. But in the end, it kind 
It's kind of true. If you got to keep shit running, mm-hmm. most of us don't matter. Yeah. There's about 10 people who need to keep shit running. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all, you know, mm-hmm. kind of non-essential. But anyway, the, the, the OnlyFans people became essential. If you were, if you were a guy yeah. who liked to jerk off to girls masturbating, mm-hmm. they're pretty fucking essential. Yeah. So they have... They've decided, which I knew was going to happen, OnlyFans has reversed the porn ban. Mm-hmm. They they got so much heat and flack that they said, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to allow sexually explicit content again, uh, whether there's uh, rules about it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're back to sexually explicit content. So all you girls who are freaking out, they had to find some other way to do it. Yeah. Do you guys can still sit there and you know flick your beans? <laughs> Here at Cover to Cover, we've got great news for any recently re-employed independent contractors on the OnlyFans platform. If you're tired of going to the post office, if you're tired of paying full price for postage, sending out things like signed headshots, panties, bras, Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every year. Do you know how they do it, Alex? Yeah, they do it by bringing the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose Stamps.com for mailing and shipping. With Stamps.com, you get discounts of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 60% off UPS rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. It's a no-brainer, saving you time and money. So stop wasting time going to the post office and get to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with the promo code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, you get a special discount that includes a four-week trial plus free postage at a digital scale and no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in COVER. That's stamps.com, promo code COVER. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Never mind. These an album by Nirvana. We all mm-hmm. know it. It's uh, probably their most iconic album, Never the Mind. the Naked Kid in the Pool? That's the Naked Kid mm-hmm. in the Pool. Naked kid in a pool with a dollar bill. Uh, I think it's on a fish hook or whatever, mm-hmm. and the kid's floating. And that kid, his name is Spencer Eldon. He's now 26 years old or something, or maybe even older. Um, he Spencer Eldon is suing Nirvana, he side said today, because he, he alleges that the album cover was child pornography. Because oh. you see his little pee-pee yeah. in, the, uh, in the picture. He's floating, and there's a little, little baby pee do you have any there. naked kids in pools i've seen this week yeah i just uh, sorry about <laughs> no, that you're good. I know. you're good yeah that's a, it's no, always it it's always very weird but, but that's the thing is 10 years ago it didn't matter you know what i mean like I, I remember when i was a kid every every little cousin i had was just always yeah they just, don't want to wear clothes yeah. and uh it's hard it's hard like mm. my daughter never so yeah she's the one she's been naked a lot this weekend and uh, I'm, my apologies. Yeah, no, She's no. Just yeah. I'm a, just, I'm on the other side of it. I'm like, get over it. This guy needs yeah, to. It's chill. tough to get her in pants. Oh, and any any clothes. She just mm-hmm. loves naked. So yeah, he's suing uh, Spencer Alden is suing the New York Post. I'm mean, sorry, not the New York Post. The uh, the Nirvana. Yeah. For saying that it's child born. What is it? What would that even be? Kurt Cobain's estate. Sure, They're which is actually probably Dave a good Grohl? call. Well, in a way, yeah, yeah, because he gets he gets a third of it, of it. Or, yeah. or whatever. Um, 
But it's probably a good call because it'll be one of those things where they have to settle, settle. something. Mm-hmm. And they go, give this fucking guy $25,000 to shut him up. Shut and he'll be up. like, I'll take it, you know? Mm. I don't know how he was chosen. You know, does it say how he was chosen to be the... Um, That's a good point because if his parents, like... You know. The naked baby photographed on Nirvana's breakthrough album, Nevermind, is now accusing the band of being child pornographers, claiming they told him. Uh, the, uh, Spencer Elder, now 30, there you go, has filed a lawsuit against Kurt Cobain's estate and the band's surviving members, saying the grunge pioneers violated federal child pornography uh, statutes and sexually exploited him. Um, okay. Uh, Eldon also said that he has suffered lifelong damage. Of course, he's got to say that. Yeah. From having the naked body plastered on the triple diamond selling album and claims neither he nor his guardians consented to the naked photo shoot. Well, that's interesting. Uh, the band, well, how did, well, how they did probably he even didn't get the sign job? something. The band photographer and record labels intentionally marketed Spencer Child born and leveraged the shocking nature of the image to promote themselves and their music at his expense. The suit alleges, uh, <laughs> The plaintiff, who was four months old at the time in the 1991 underwater photo shoot, also claims he was forced to engage in commercial sex acts. Mm. And the band went back to an, on an alleged promise to conceal his genitals on the album cover. Oh, here is a picture of him now. Oh, he's, he's a good-looking guy. You know what's funny is now he, like, isn't the whole point of the album art it's a naked baby chasing a dollar bill? Yeah, and they Same chasing guy all 30 the, years oh later. Oh, that's still funny. Chasing dollar oh, bills. shit. Yeah, they didn't, even, <laughs> they didn't even look at it that way. He he recreated the cover a few years ago, mm-hmm. and he was into it. Now somebody told him, get a couple of bucks out of his face. Anyway, the, see, that's this is where he might have a suit. Uh, this is what I'm, this is interesting. The infant's family was paid 200 bucks. That's what they got. Yeah. And the funny thing about this iconic image, and we all know the image, it's on like now you can go to an old Navy old and Navy, they yeah. have they have you know it's an old Navy shirt. Kids who've never heard Nirvana are wearing that shirt. Yeah, and so if if the family was like two hundred bucks, he's probably like, can I get come on a little bit of that old Navy money? Slime me some cash. Yeah, like something from some from the old Navy T-shirts. Even though he seemed excited about the reenactment in two thousand sixteen days earlier, the L.A. based artist that's what he does now. Mm. He's an L.A. based artist, mm. so that means he needs so, fucking that money. That means he needs money. Yeah. Yep. Um, he wished that the band had stayed. I'm pissed off about it. You get the idea. Yeah. Anyway, he's suing. Let's see what happens there. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, OnlyFans. There's a lady. A woman was banned from the zoo. Okay. After an unhealthy relationship with a chimp chimpanzee. Okay. Now I thought this was like a, one of those fake stories that you know some mm-hmm. of these things print for yeah. clickbait or whatever. But it turns out it's not. It turns out it's kind of a real story. Where this uh, crazy woman, and now I went recently to the zoo with my daughter, and I swear to God, there is, this This is going to sound fucked up, but there is, like, uh, no fucking around, like, weird, I noticed it, I've been to the zoo twice, and I've noticed it both times. There's, like, groupies around the ape and chimpanzee cages. Yeah. And I think and there was this one woman. I was there, not this woman that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. There was a woman who, uh, same thing. Mm-hmm. She was like the zookeeper was talking, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, you know, whatever the fucking monkey's name yeah. was." Uh, she, he, she knows me, or he knows me, and he's coming over to see me. She kept saying, and the zookeeper was like, "Uh huh, yeah, yeah." 
But I guess this woman goes every day and thinks the fucking monkey's talking to her. Yeah. So there, I mean, that is the craziest shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the one people who talk to you know, serial killers on death row and yeah. have a relationship with them. And, pals and that's odd. Yeah. But there's some, I'm not, I think this, this needs to be looked into further. We're talking about this woman who the zoo said, you got to get out of here. You, you're not going to fuck this monkey. She's like, we have a full on between the glass of bars mm-hmm. or whatever relationship. Yeah. And I think this is a real thing. I'm telling you, I saw it happening at the LA County zoo. There are women there. Who think that the monkeys are are fucking are into t- looking to looking yeah. at them and talking to them? Mm-hmm. And I watched this ape sitting there with the peanut shells on his gut and the mm-hmm. and he's he wasn't looking at her. I didn't want to break her heart. Yeah, she was like she was talking to me a little bit. She's like an elderly black woman, and she kept like turning to me like, you know, this is I forget his name was Angela as mm-hmm. a woman I wear a, a lady monkey old man I don't fucking know might have been a lesbian. <laughs> monkey woman relationship i don't even Who know knows? and i'm not going to tell people how to live no and in this day and age you got i think you might have to let that happen yeah you know we have let people be people and mm-hmm. monkeys fuck monk people yeah so this woman sat there and and i have to tell you i was even getting a little transfixed by the by the by the monkey i was like i don't know i think this monkey is looking at me like they mm. they have there's something about them that you they have a charisma yeah you know, it's it's often what I hear about. Um, you know, you know, you hear people very charismatic type people. You know, people who like David Koresh. Yeah, you know? David. Koresh. You hear about David Koresh? Like, yeah. I, the fucking guy hooked Cult me. Cult leaders. I yeah. feel like I, I I did start to feel a little bit about that with the monkey. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm feeling this ape is yeah. into me. You know, more so than the other people standing he around just the cage. Starts a cult at the yeah. zoo. So I think that might be a thing. It's just you and Angela but hanging out. This is a story about a woman. They t- she's been banned from the zoo for having an unhealthy relationship with the apes. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen from time to time. There's some, I mean, oh my God, whatever. All right, everybody. I'm now the fourth, fifth or whatever Bloody Mary this is, is kicking in. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not going to get any better. So I should probably just pull the plug and yeah. say thank you for, for all you've done. We're going to be back in Los Angeles tomorrow and every, you know, the Patreons, the regulars are going to be great again. Tightening up. I'm going to be. He's refreshed. I'm going to be refreshed. My voice is going to be back. I'm not going to be slurring my words. Mm -hmm. Be ready to go. Yep. So leave your bad reviews. Like leave reviews. I I keep, I've been listening to other podcasts. I had an eight hour drive to get here Mm -hmm. and I, I listened to some podcasts. Um, and I noticed a lot of people say up front, subscribe. Thank you. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. But I think you've or, if you're already listening, you've subscribed, yeah. right? Not necessarily. You could download right. an individual Well, episode. fucking subscribe. Yes. You assholes. Subscribe. What else? They Rate, say? like, and subscribe. That's it. Thank Smash you. that like button. That's what the YouTubers what say. What does that mean? Smash that? Sma- hit the sm- like button. Oh, is there a like button? Oh, it's uh, yeah. smash it. Smash. Yeah, smash so it. So do that because I listened to five different podcasts. They all said mm-hmm. the same thing. Smash that fucking like button, um, subscribe, and uh, leave reviews. A mm-hmm. lot of people say, and leave a review because that helps a lot. Yeah. In the whatever they, they <laughs> like call like how you it. wait till this episode to be like, give us a review, everybody. Because I, I didn't know. I don't know how this <laughs> shit works. Fortunately, we've been successful podcasting 
uh, uh, based on completely oblivious to the rules, oblivious, and we're doing it all wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I've re- I told you I've been reading that uh, that book about how successful people uh, think. Yeah, think, yeah. and everything I do is wrong mm-hmm. uh, about success being a successful person, according to this book, at least. And um, and podcasting, we're certainly doing everything wrong. Yeah, but we also have thousands of reviews, almost three thousand now. So you know, we're doing it better than yeah most but we're fumbling we're listen, stumbling uphill we are yeah. i know most of you have leave have left reviews i was gonna say leaving i know most of you have leaving reviews i know most of you have left reviews several different times mm-hmm. but i you know and you don't have to do it again we appreciate it but if there's somebody who hasn't left a review smash that like button. what is it smash that like button rate like and subscribe subscribe and go and do a review mm-hmm. even if it's a bad one I know I've gotten them, and I've been very vocal about them, but 99% of them are very favorable, Mm. and thank you. Even if you don't want to leave the review review, you can still hit five stars. Because I've talked to a couple loser comedy friends of mine who, you know, just, you know, they think they're big deals, and then they'll go, while we're talking, they'll Google me and this podcast, and I'm like, oh, shit. You have three thousand reviews. Like that's you have a real podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not. It's a real. Not, this is not just a podcast mm-hmm. that everyone fucking has. This yeah. is a big one. So if we get this up to like five thousand, then people are gonna be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I won't have to. Start, I won't have to be you know fucking chimpanzees anymore. I yes. could you know have a real life. We also have a happy birthday to wish. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Gene motherfucking Simmons. You want me to play us out with some? Let's play us out with something. You know, Gene Simmons is Gene Simmons. He's um he's a, he's a lightning rod in the in the rock and roll world. Most some people hate him because he's you know does what he does. Mm-hmm. Some people like him. I don't mind him. I like Kiss. I love Kiss. I used to love Kiss. But you know, Gene Simmons is Gene Simmons. So, uh, but happy birthday, Gene. What is he? Ooh, I'll look it up. Happy birthday, Gene. Happy say, birthday to I'm your brother. Say, I'm going to say, my brother, we had a birthday party last night. My brother here. I'm going to say, tw- I'm going to say 68. No, See. 72. I'm going to say 72. 72. Born in 1949. In Haifa, Israel. Yeah, Haifa, Israel. And then we grew up on Long Island. Yeah. Um, now his real name is... Not Gene Simmons. It's like Chime Wits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Chime Wits. Yeah, Chime yeah. Wits. He's also known as the Demon, the God of Thunder, Doctor Love. You got it. Nailed it all. Good time, Kiss. Good time, concert. Good time, fun. Anyway, happy birthday, Gene Simmons. Sorry about this episode. Sorry about this episode. We we've been struggling this 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 week because we're on vacation and we have to work. Because you guys will not let us rest for any, any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we had a, we we got a Patreon up a little late, and people were freaking out. On vacation, we still did it. Mm-hmm. So we're done. Now this now we're really done, and I'm jumping in the pool. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. Come out and see me in San Diego this week, Sunday night, and then on and on and on. We we got plenty of time to promote. Thanksstamps.com for this episode. Bye-bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.